Welcome to SL Advisors Talks Energy. I'm Simon Lack. At SL Advisors, we invest in energy infrastructure. We read about energy. We talk to people in the energy sector. We write about energy. We explore how the shale revolution is leading to American energy independence and how climate change is impacting how energy is produced and used. Nothing we say should be construed as a sale of securities, which can only be made through the relevant prospectus. In this week's podcast, I'm going to discuss energy writer Vaclav Smil. Bill Gates deserves some credit for bringing Vaclav Smil to the world's attention. Bill Gates has a blog called Gates Notes, and there he writes about what he's reading. Bill Gates has described Vaclav Smil as one of his favorite authors. Smil's website says he does interdisciplinary research covering many different areas. These include energy, population change, food production, and technical innovation, as well as others. He pulls everything together and he explains why life works the way it does. He's a prolific writer and his output is well-researched. Some of his titles include Oil, Energy and Civilization, A History, or Energy, A Beginner's Guide. His latest book is called Growth from Microorganisms to Megacities. Recently, I read Natural Gas, Fuel for the 21st Century. Climate change and global warming get so much attention nowadays that it's helpful to go back and see why we use fossil fuels at all. Among Smill's countless insights are the time energy transitions take to occur. Human civilization has transitioned from muscle power to burning wood to coal, then oil, and natural gas, and of course, nuclear and renewables. Each transition from one energy source to the next took decades to occur. For example, in the year 1800, coal provided less than 2% of the world's energy, which incidentally is roughly where solar and wind are today. Traditional biofuels, which means for the most part burning wood, was 98% of the world's energy source over 200 years ago. It took over a century for coal to provide half the world's energy. By 1910, crude oil was just over 2% of world energy. It took until the late 1970s for crude oil to peak at just under 45%. Natural gas reached 3% in 1930, and today, some 90 years later, is 24%. Nuclear reached 2% in 1980, but never made it to 3%. And today, it's losing market share, even though it's safe and clean. So the lesson here is that energy transitions take a long time. So far, solar and wind are proceeding along a similar path to these other energy sources. A year ago, Smill described the Green New Deal, which looks to me like the Democrat plan to run everything, as not a useful foundation for serious policy discussion. Around two and a half years ago, we wrote about Tony Sever. Tony Seber is a futurist at Stanford University. It sounds like a fun job. I mean, there's probably not much requirement to make accurate predictions because you could always push your forecasts farther out into the future. And I don't suppose he has a PL or anybody measuring the returns on the decisions or the forecast that he makes. Tony Seber predicted that crude oil demand will peak between now and next year. He made that forecast just in 2017. And he forecasts that it'll fall by 30% over the next decade. 
Well, we don't know if it'll peak next year, but most serious forecasts see it continuing to rise, driven by demand from developing countries. The International Energy Agency recently published their 30-year outlook, and they aren't forecasting a peak in crude oil demand. Tony Seba also predicted that electric vehicles would be 100% of new car sales in the US by 2030. Imagine that. In a decade, every new car will be electric. At the moment, they're running around 2%, and towards the end of last year, were falling. Seba only made these forecasts in 2017. They sounded bold at the time, but they're increasingly looking just wrong. It's not just that energy transitions take a long time. We use fossil fuels because of their energy density. Oil, especially, packs a lot of energy into a compact space. And when the liquid is used up, there's no battery to carry around. So fossil fuels are really efficient. Renewables are definitely becoming more efficient, but they'll ultimately rely on public policies to drive their growth, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just unclear how much popular support there is for more expensive energy. Anyway, next time you're interested in understanding the world around you a little better, pick up one of Vaclav Smil's books. They're not always an easy read, but he bags everything up with facts and figures. I agree with Bill Gates. Vaclav Smil is one of my favorite writers too. Thank you for listening to SL Advisors Talks Energy. To find more episodes like this one, go to our website, sl-advisors.com. There you can sign up for our blog, watch videos and webinars. Follow us on iTunes and Spotify and follow us on Twitter at Simon Lapp.